0: hello everyone welcome back to okay honestly this is tati and this is paulina and welcome uh it's monday for everyone who's listening i know again we took another brief break sorry for the delay of a new episode i'm currently in my finals i'm graduating next week so it's been Life Chris is just life Lifeing, life-ing, right life-ing now. is just lifeing and you also went on a trip? You were no, you didn't go on a trip. That was no, like, like bef- no. March
1: 17th girl. <laughs> yeah. We it,
0: it, Way it's just back. been really bu- We just been really busy and I've been busy with my like school, my internship. Graduates also just having so many weddings that we have to prepare for. Oh yeah, that's that's (laughs) why I feel like it's wedding wedding season. It's wedding season, and we're just kind of like trying to prep. We're just prepping for that. So yeah, once like my school's finished, I'll have like way more. We'll have way more free time a little bit to kind of schedule out properly. But since that we're back, um, we took like another two-week break. Uh, I wanted to bring on a very special guest today. She is very special to me, not only because she's my blood, but this person is the, one of the hardest working people that I've ever met in my life. She is a makeup artist. She's a entrepreneur, business owner, wife, mom of three kids. She is an actual superwoman. And I really want to give a very warm welcome to my cousin, Lilith <laughs> Woo! also known as Makeup by Lilith.
2: Oh my god. That's speak old a little. School. Sorry, speak wait. We're, what we're, an introduction. Thank you for that. Well, first of all, thank you for it. she brought us Haley Bieber smoothies from Erewhon, so it's thank delicious. you. So My you. toxic trait, you're welcome. This <laughs> is amazing. Thank you for having
0: me. Of course. Um when I had texted you initially about coming on, like you coming on, she had said like I'm like, Olil, oh, can you, like, I really want to do the podcast with you, um, you know, I know you have, like, a really crazy busy schedule, you know, with your kids and your work, so if, like, you can't, like, I totally understand, she's, like, taught, she first said taught, like, I do anything for you, and, like, usually when people text that, so I'm, cute. like, I'm going to hear, like, a but, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was going to hear, like, but, like, the kids are sick, or but, like, I have so much going on right now, but this, and I'm, like. Okay, um, I'm waiting to hear a butt. She's like, no, 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 no but No, no but Like, I want to do this. Like, let's do it. I'm like, it was really? it was
2: factual. I
0: would do anything for you. Period. Uh, thank you. You're I the love, best. I love you. Um, I love you. So, uh, some people always ask like how me and Lily know each other. Besides, like you know, the fact that she is my family. Um, her grandma, not her grandma. <laughs> her mom my grandma are sisters my dad and her are first cousins so that makes me like my baby cousin my her baby cousin she's literally known me since i was in diapers that's
2: right you're the cutest little baby in the world with the longest lashes ever
0: i feel like i don't know why i always say this but i feel like olivia who's her uh, second youngest like i kind of see her a little bit like when she was like, yeah. when, I, when I was a baby, like, she had, like, the big sunshine. cheeks, sh- like, sun sh- like, sunshine child. Like, sunshine. the roundest face, the cutest cheeks, Ugh. like, the biggest, like, She's cutest.
1: F- like. I wish the they buzz. were here. I have, like, major
2: baby fever right now. I'm in
1: that oh. phase. So oh. I just want to,
2: like... They would be tearing shit up in here if they were here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad they're in school. But you got to go come over another time and hang with oh, them. Oh, yeah. Like, the any time if you need I, a babysitter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anytime I come here... All they do is like they want to take me into their playroom and they just want to play with me. They just want to like brush my hair. They want to paint my nails. They like, did they, your makeup once? They did my makeup like multiple oh, times. I could sit there for hours. But you're
2: literally the best because you just agree to everything they
0: want to yeah. do. Yeah, and I'm surprised because there's their kids like they they don't see me like as often as like their other cousins like Nat and Nico and um, Andrew and stuff. And uh, they remember me and my name like they always You're say "Patty." and like, of
2: course they remember
0: Totty. you and have a special place in their heart okay I hope, I hope i
2: do you come down like to their level and play with them and spend time with them versus you know like we have family members who are older or younger and sometimes they don't associate like andrew oh yeah they're like the same age as my nephew but they like parallel play they don't actually play together you yeah. Know? yeah yeah so.
0: yeah they just kind of like in
2: the circle yeah they just play around But you spend time with them so like
0: it you know of course yeah well you know we wanted to bring you on because you have been seriously like a really big trailblazer when it comes to the makeup community especially in our armenian community because i believe that you literally have shown people that you can ma- have your own business do and make do something in makeup you know like we've kind of all been brought up in the in a you know a community where we've kind of just known that the only way to succeed or make money and have a good living is to either be like a doctor or a lawyer or a pharmacist or a nurse, and you know. And you kind of like showed everyone like you don't need to do any of that. You can do what you love, and if you do what you love and do good at it and work hard at it, mm-hmm. you can succeed. And you've very much proven that. So thank you. We kind of wanted to start. We have like a set of questions for you. Um, I just want to
1: add to that really quickly. Oh, go yeah. ahead. As far as like working and all of that. I've noticed from what I can tell right now, especially, obviously, people, you know, as when they see like success, it comes with a little bit of arrogance or like an ego. Mm -hmm. Easily, I can say from the moment I stepped in, I've like, I feel very comfortable. Like, you're very humble. Like, you're so sweet.
0: It's just different. Like, you just. She is the most humble (laughs) human being on the face of the planet. Like,
2: I think when you. Sorry, I have allergies. I think when you work hard, to get to where you're at,
0: yeah.
2: You have there's no other option. Like right. humbleness comes with it because I know that without the fan base, without the customers, without the people around me, like I would never be able to do what I do. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to be any other way but appreciative and grateful and all of that. So yeah, thank you.
1: Of course, <laughs> so it's hard to do. You'd be surprised. when people really take it for granted.
2: it's true. Yeah. That's true. I think uh, you have to always kind of. Um, I always think about my past, and and I think of it, even though we had like a hard upbringing mm-hmm. because you know immigrants and all of that. I remember my past not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, it was it was my parents' anniversary yesterday, and we were out yesterday. Oh, I'm like Dad, yeah. I remember when you would take us, and uh, you know we didn't have money, but we had roller skates, and he would take us out and teach us how to ride a roller skate, like. I remember those moments, and like that, I think those moments humble me because it's like I know where I came from, yeah. and I know that my parents always like did their best for us, and we never knew we didn't have money, you know, because they always worked hard and did the little things that made us happy, and it's like um, the building blocks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and and I remember those things, and as great as money, success, and all those things are, I think the intimate relationships with your family with your loved ones like that's what carries on like nothing can break that right Mm -hmm. and that can't break you so money can break you success can break you but you know um i guess not in all situations but in most situations family and loved ones will be there for you so yeah and they'll help guide you Make sure you don't get arrogant
0: Yeah, absolutely and Bring it back
2: down real quick yeah. my,
0: there, I have like an amazing support system In my family Like you guys My parents my Everyone from all different sides Always makes, makes sure to let me know That you're very, very, very privileged And grateful to be where you are To mm-hmm. have this kind of upbringing Because not a lot of people in this world have that And I think that's something that you've also implement in your kids for sure because they're, they're. I wouldn't say like they're spoiled brats at all. I mean like you know you're a parent and like you see how they act on a day to day. But as in general as kids, I think they're the most like, like yeah. you've te- you've like you're passing those kind of, mannerisms onto them, and I think they're right. gonna learn one day that like, you know how you brought them up is something that they'll always make sure to be grateful for and thank you for in the future yeah, hopefully. so hopefully. they hopefully.
2: will they will <laughs> i know I they try will. to keep it so they don't get spoiled and uh, i wasn't spoiled growing up i still don't spoil myself
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know so i think that there's like a, a balance with everything i think the entire life is about balance you know you yeah. take the bad with the good you take the hard with the fun and mm-hmm. everything is about balance so even with the kids like People, you know, some psychologists will say the reward system is not good, and then the punishment is, like, you know, I think it's, like, whatever works for every family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like, okay, if you get your homework done quickly, then we're going to have this treat. Or if you're good at school today for my two-year-old, like, I'm going to take your target after. But, like, you have to be good at school today, you know? So, I think, you know, I think there's no right or wrong, and for the most part, it should be... um, you know every, everyone's doing their best
0: yeah yeah just yeah. keep doing your best well we'll definitely get into that but we wanted to kind of take it back from the mm-hmm. very beginning before you even started makeup because a lot a lot of people don't know is that you didn't initially start makeup or like that was not yeah. for your first career mm-hmm. you started um you started working at you were at disney for mm-hmm. working in finance right mm-hmm. so when you were working there you know what I guess, inspired you, um, maybe change your mindset that you really want to get into makeup?
2: Um, So before I worked at Disney, I was at like a senior management building. So Mm -hmm. I've done like so many things before that. Like corporate jobs? Yeah, corporate jobs. And then um, when I got into Disney, you know, that was like the American dream, corporate job and your nine to five Mm -hmm. in your office and all of that. And um, I thought I was happy there until I realized um, on my spare time or if I finished my work early, I'm always blogging. I'm, like, my blogging was huge for me at the time. This was a very long time ago. And so I would always blog on my spare time and just, I would do makeup on the side. I would do it on the weekends. I'd go home on my lunch break and do makeup. I'd wake up like five, six in the morning, do makeup and then go to work. Like mm-hmm. I would never say no. And you know, on average you'd get tired if you do work yourself like that but when you when you love something so much i was like i'm not i'm not tired i'll wake up i'll do it i'll go and i'll come and you know it was just that was my life mm-hmm. and i i think i've always been a like a i don't want to say overachiever but i've always done a lot i've never just done one thing you know i was at disney i was doing my masters and then i was doing makeup on the side it was like i was kind of doing all of it but I can't say I was happy at Disney. I'm like I'm a creative person, punching in numbers, but like that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's what my, my parents were happy for me to do. Um, so I, I realized like the, the, that is my passion. But you can't let something comfortable go so easily. You know you have, you have comfortable pay. You have you know comfortable job that you know you don't yeah. depend on a client. Do, will I be busy this weekend or not? Um, and then it started to get, makeup started to get really, really busy for me. At some point, I started to like not really like work. Like, I loved my environment, but I just didn't like what I was doing. And so I was always late. I was just, and I told my, um, there's an annual review, and I told my boss, I was like, my VP actually, I said, I'm looking for a job. He said, in Disney? I said, I don't know. Somewhere. He said, in finance? I was like, I don't think so. So I basically told him, like, I'm not gonna be here much longer, I'm not happy here. Mm -hmm. He said, what do you wanna do? I said, I don't know, I think I wanna be creative, marketing and all that. So there was layoffs happening, I think you know know about this, but there was layoffs happening within Disney and I called my manager, I was like, am I laid off? She was like, why would you say that? I was like, I just, I know it, like I know it. So I go to work, lo and behold, later that day I get laid off and I was the only one on the entire floor. But I was expecting it, because I was not putting in the energy, I told my VP I wanna leave, Mm -hmm. so. The signs were there. I like I cried my eyes out, mm-hmm. and then I, it was like this release of pressure. I went home, my mom was crying. I was like, we're going to go to Europe. We're going to take the severance pay. We're going to go to Europe, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to figure it out. And that's what we did. Like I took the money. We I took my mom, and we traveled a little bit, came back. I was like, I'm going to open my own studio. And that's basically what it was, because I already knew that this passion that I have was already paving the way. It's not like... I was sitting around twiddling my thumbs trying to figure out what to do. I was doing both jobs and mm-hmm. I was overworking myself and, and, you know, indirectly let one go. So now was my time to pursue it. Yes. So I said, I'm going to open my own studio and both my parents supported it and open, helped me open it. And, the rest is
0: history. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Well, yeah. Actually, like, following your passion. Yeah, exactly. And manifested it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Obviously, when you go into stuff like this, you receive positive and negative backlash from everybody. Right. And anybody. Um, did you experience any negative backlash from any party that was like, mm, had any
0: doubt? Because, you know, they always, like, think that, like, this might be not a practical career. it's not a traditional...
2: My mom initially said, don't do it, because a few years before that, she opened a salon, and most people don't know this. yeah,
0: she's a... She opened a salon, salon. salon, but, yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: she had a hard time managing it, and then she eventually had to shut it down. But also, you know, her English isn't great. You know, she doesn't know marketing. She did, there was no social media. I was younger too. I was in high school. I didn't know how to help her, mm-hmm. so um, she was afraid for me. She was like, "Don't, don't do it. Like it's go be somebody with a pen and a paper." She would always say that. The pen and the paper. This is hard work. This is physical labor. And I was like, "But this is what I love to do." And my dad was like, "Let her do it. I know she can do it."
0: Oh, and mm-hmm. then my
2: mom was like, "All right, fine." Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sure she just said that of, like, protection. Cause, like, yeah, like, it's a motherly thing. Yeah. I can't yeah. yeah. She, it, was a, it was a protection thing. But she was doing hair. I was doing makeup on the weekends. Like, she knew I could do it and I was yeah. busy. But she didn't want me to take that uh, a risk that I could possibly fail in. But you have to take the risk or Absolutely. else you'd never know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. when you first opened your first makeup studio, um, what was, like, the setup like what was like the journey about getting that ready um were you initially planning just to do brides or Mm -hmm. for all events etc so
2: when i opened my studio it was a very small space i want to say about 600 square feet and at that time i was teaching I started teaching classes at a, at a beauty store Mm -hmm. in their balcony and I was the only one who was doing it. I was like, it's dirty back there. Can you guys clean it up? I'm going to do this class here and I'm going to bring you guys customers. They're like, yeah, it ended up being a great success and I started doing it every month. So the way that the studio was set up was I had stations for classes. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was going to do my makeup on the weekends for brides or whoever it was. And then during the week I was going to teach and, um, And that was the setup. My dad, who's a welder, literally made the entire thing from my stations to my lights to my, you know, uh, everything. And again, um, I don't want to say we were struggling, but I was helping my family a lot. So it was like this big challenge. So they helped me initially, like, open the place. And, uh, yeah, and then the, the seminars turned into courses. And then the courses spiraled out. Like, they started to get booked a year in advance. And people would fly from... Everywhere in the world.
0: So initially it was supposed to just be like you teaching people doing makeup. Me teaching and then me doing
2: makeup on the weekends when I'm not teaching.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then eventually you started doing bride makeup. Mm -hmm. Specifically only bride makeup. When you had decided that That was much later. That was when I moved into my second (gasps) studio. Okay, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Um well whenever you opened when you had your first one, what was like the ultimate like goal that you wanted to like have once like you like what was the ultimate dream for at
2: and that the, point? The dream was to have this makeup school, but okay. I was also competing against schools that I went to, such as makeup designery, which was a great school, but it was a big school and they've been around for years and they have several classes. And then here was me who's never taught a class before. I was like, I'm gonna teach a three week course. Mm -hmm. and I literally wrote the course as I was flying to New York in five hours I was like I'm going to do what I have this time I wrote out the course, the curriculum how it's going to happen, I came back started promoting on Facebook at the time and uh, my goal was to do that and then first class I had one student, second class four then it was six, then it was eight then I maxed out 14 students and I became like the number one makeup school in LA for a long while
0: Wow! so it was great Yeah, great. So when did the whole bringing makeup artists to do makeup for events, when did that idea come Uh, up? So
2: I realized when I'm working on the weekends and I'm not teaching, I have all these stations that are just empty. So I started reaching out to people um, or makeup artists or hairstylists. I was like, hey, I have this station available. I'm booked. I can't take 50% of these people that are calling me. I'll give you clients. You do great work. And then so little by little, I had about eight, seven or eight artists. And then we started to suffocate in there and I was like, it's time for a bigger place. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I moved into a bigger studio, which was 3000 square feet. And I had a separate class within the studio and then the station so that we're not interrupting each other and they can take clients whenever I could do my classes whenever. And it just kind of evolved
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. naturally. I want to say naturally.
1: Did you do this before social media or was that like a
2: separate? When entity? I opened my first studio, Instagram was just born. It was like sharing random photos yeah. of yourself. Mm-hmm. It was like starting to get into yeah. that. Yeah. But I um You started on Facebook. That was yeah. the first one. That you when started- I was in my mom's garage for a very, very long time. I would work out of my mom's garage for about five years, mm-hmm. six years before I even opened my studio. And so once Instagram was born, I just started posting makeup photos and then I realized it was this is up. becoming a thing on Instagram, so I started doing a lot of photos, and then the videos came, and that's where it just blew up because I was on Instagram the day I was born, and beginning. I took advantage of it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and we're gonna definitely get into that. Um, during the time at you had your salon, you were jump starting a lot of people's own makeup careers, and you know, and you house a lot of makeup artists as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is something that you implemented that you believe helped boost their careers or helped them like succeed?
2: I sound like a broken record, but I always say practice, practice, mm-hmm. practice, practice, practice. Like the only way you're going to get better is if you practice. So on their spare time, it, whether my sisters, for example, they were not in the makeup industry. I kind of like pull them in there. My younger sister was miserable at a bank, and I was like, come, let me let me let me teach you let me show you and on their spare time I would make them do their own makeup or do my makeup and then I would tell them how to hold the brushes and I had a few assistants at the time they mm-hmm. also I was like okay this is how you're gonna do it so it was literally just and I, and I remember my sister was insecure over the first few clients and I would sit next to her and she would ask me like what color lipstick do you think I should do And I'm like, ask the client. Like, I stopped helping because I'm like, if I keep holding your hand, you're never going to do this on your own. So I started ignoring her and she just kind of started to thrive on her own. So practice and kind of take initiative, you know? Absolutely. yeah.
1: And we believe that, like, credit should be given where credit is due. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that some people that you were teaching did not give you the proper credit?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of credit lost in, mm-hmm. in different phases of my life. But I also, I feel like in the beginning it would bother me, but then like as time went on, I was like, I don't need the credit right. because I'm already succeeding doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as long as I'm moving forward and no one's holding me back and no one's trying to take my credit from mm-hmm. me, you do what you want to do yeah you know you take you giving me credit or not giving me credit is not going to make me who i am because i'm, I'm yes. already succeeding on my pathway so yeah you know the older you get you realize that it's just childish stuff the, the credit stuff you yeah know? Mm-hmm.
0: i but i do think that like there's so many people in our community in the makeup business who've who are really succeeding in makeup, mm-hmm. started out with you. Mm-hmm. They started working with you first. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. House, you house a lot of these makeup artists that are now doing their own thing. Yeah. And...
2: Yeah, and I'm, and I'm happy for them. Yeah. Honestly, uh, like I said, like I'm proud to be a part of that journey in the mm-hmm. beginning, whether there's credit or not, but I can look and say, man, I was part of that journey and look at how successful yeah. she is, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm not phased by yeah. any of it, because I think when you're internally happy, when you're always finding a path, when you're always creating, paving your own way and things, it's like you don't, you don't look back.
0: Mhm. Right. And you know, when you had your second uh, makeup studio, you started a brand. That mm. is very, very popular, Elsie Cosmetics. Now, mm. whenever you had your second studio, did you know that you wanted... To, or at least when you started a makeup, did you know you wanted to have your own makeup line?
2: So I used to work at Namie's Beauty Center, which is a very big beauty store, um, probably when I was like 17, 18, when I was going to makeup mm-hmm. school. And I worked there for a few years, and I played with so much makeup. They had everything, MAC, NARS, Laura Mercier, Stila like brands that are not even around anymore. Like that's how long ago is, and and, you know, clients would come in and be like, I'm looking for this and I'm looking for that. And I would just dig through all the makeup trying to find the right lipstick Mm -hmm. with a blue undertone. That's matte, but not drying. Like, so, you know, I was swatching all day and doing makeup all day. So I think that gave me a very big, it gave me the experience that I needed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need to create my own line. Like I knew way back then, and then uh, I remember the manager discouraged me, he's like, listen, there's so many people that start brands yeah. and fails, fail, don't do it, there's too much out there. And I was like, yeah, okay. So then um, when I started doing makeup and I started teaching the classes, I was learning from my students what what they were having issues with. I was learning with my customers what they were having issues, for. and the first thing was foundation. Like, what's the best foundation? I'm like, well, what's your skin type? What's your preference? Is it every day? Is it for events? Like this interview process, and I've already done every foundation, I've had experience with all them, so I'd be able to pick one for them. So this actually happened at my old studio. Okay. So that's when I started developing it, and I launched my foundations at my old studio, but then when I moved, I started to expand the line. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted it, but then I was like, maybe now's not the time, like I'm, I'm thinking bigger than I could, but it really wasn't the right time, I think, in my life, because then I ended up pursuing you know, my undergrad in sociology and then my business degree and master's, which I don't regret doing, which yeah. I'm very glad I did. And really, listen, makeup is not for everyone. Just because we love it doesn't mean we're going to succeed in it, mm-hmm. right? And just because we, we're passionate about art. You know, there's a lot of hungry artists out there. So I think, you know, unless you have that hustler mentality where you're going to willing to work your butt off or maybe even have two jobs until your passion, you know, succeeds... Yeah
0: absolutely i think
2: that's the path that we need to go on I in order also to help i'm so sorry
0: yeah no go I mean, ahead i was
2: just like adhd running
1: but i think it also helps because you were talking about how you were working in an office and you kind of have that foundation of the logic yeah. and the creativity the business,
0: the business side so you, of it you like it
1: mesh those together and that's huge
2: absolutely i think disney taught me more than anything like finance aside um professionalism email etiquette they'd send us to like these team-building events, just like so many things. Yeah. Just the corporate standard. You yeah, know? and I was able to bring that within my business and be able to know even sociology has a lot it's people like Mm -hmm. understanding people and being able to connect with people and i think the combination of all these things definitely worked out for me
0: you were mentioning how you said you know if you were going to make two work two jobs and if you're going to have like that hustler mentality i can even relate with my own self because i'm in the business of entertainment and Mm -hmm. that's all you do is like hustle is until like you start succeeding because you don't know when like it's not like i graduate and all of a sudden i'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year no you're no. in a very
2: challenging industry I'm,
0: a, mm-hmm. I'm in a very challenging industry but i love it like it. and i've i've been you know hustling and i've been working all these amazing internships and jobs and i think like people are just starting to kind of see that now that I will literally die on that mountain until I get what I want. I don't care. Like,
2: because yeah, there's, I'm sure there's even doubts for you in the beginning from oh, your past. 100%. Like, what you want to get an entertainment industry? Hundred percent. Hundred
0: percent. Do you know how many people have told me like that I shouldn't do this? That I should just first of all get off of social media. That I should not yeah. do any of that and just like lay low and maybe just like stick to just something more. Traditional. traditional a little bit in culture yeah you know like first
1: and foremost do what you want that's do. right yeah
0: they, there's so many people who've told me that and i'm so glad i don't listen to that because mm-hmm. it's like i'm in a i'm in a really really good internship right now mm-hmm. i've racked up really good jobs on my resume and i'm currently in a position where i'm about to graduate so i'm about to look for a full-time job i'm done with school for the rest of my life right and i feel like the experiences that i've had the you know the credentials that i have it's like i can you can carry that with you i can carry anywhere. that with you granted I, like doesn't mean i'm gonna be making a lot of money when i start out still i'm gonna be ma- i'm just gonna be making like cramp bread and crumbs you know right. but still it's like I'm gonna be working in a business that I've had a passion for for so long, and it's also changing a lot of, in, in a lot of ways, especially for women. So obviously, like when my parents found out that we really want to get into entertainment, like their only thought was like it's because it's such a risky business kind yeah. of thing, and you know, girls are always taken advantage of in here and there but like i think things are kind of starting to take a big shift especially with like, all these mov- movements happening mm-hmm. especially in that business mm-hmm. so i think i'm in a i think i'm in an okay place okay mm-hmm. but either way like i everyone always like my sister always says she, uh, she's like tati is somebody who will like, really die on that mountain mm-hmm. like climb to literally just mm-hmm. get what she wants so i can definitely relate a lot to what mm-hmm. you have to say especially in, the, in beauty because it's a hustle as well because there's so many people saturated saturated mm-hmm. it there's so many people that yeah. want to get into beauty and makeup because yeah. they see like if you suc- if you become successful at it you can really become successful at it and make a lot of money mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's
2: the it's the two two things you need together right like we said the, the passion and the hustle mm-hmm. if you're hustling for money but you don't have a passion mm-hmm. for it you just Think that people are making money in that direction. So that's the direction. You know, look, luck put aside. Okay, Some people get lucky. But if you have a passion for something, but you're not willing to hustle for it, then it's still going to be challenging. But if you have the two, Mm -hmm. you know, you're on the right
0: path. Look, if you don't have luck, make your own luck. Yeah, That's what I literally say. If you don't have luck, if luck is not on your side... Make your own luck. And that is through just hard work and perseverance and just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, whenever I saw you, you know, how you're doing so amazing on social media and, you know, growing all this amazing following and kind of um, doing all these things. And I want to do that, too, because I love it. It's like I love the social media world as well the entertainment aspect of it all. Yeah. Um, and be, that's that's why it inspired me to do what I do now and, like, doing the podcast and doing a little bit of social media on the side. And now I get to do, have all these, like, really cool opportunities. And yeah,
2: creating opportunities for yourself. Creating yeah.
0: opportunities for myself because I saw you and how you did it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if she can do it, I can do it too. That's it. We're in a yeah. really big... Spe- we're, we're in an era now where you can have create all these you can you can create, do anything you can mm-hmm. do anything and create all these amazing opportunities with this yeah, with right. this yeah. literally this little device in your hand in your back pocket so yeah um you know uh speaking of social media um you know you were you became part of like i would say the beauty guru era boom you know mm-hmm. with the with people like Nikki Tutorials, Jaclyn Hill, Jeffree Star, Patrick Star, like Kathleen Lights, Anna Petrosian, like you were mm. part of that kind of community. Um, during that time, did you notice a shift in competition as far as marketing since everyone was, you know, they were collaborating with each other, were rela- releasing their own lines? Like, you know, social media became a big thing when it came to the makeup world. Mm-hmm. Competition, like marketing? Like back then? Now. Ba- like- back then. When you first started,
2: I don't, I don't think so. I never saw competition amongst the influencers, um, and I still don't see it. I feel like they're all very collaborative with each other. They're all uh, supportive of each other because there's so much out there. There's so much. Everyone's now everyone's in their own lane doing their own thing, and even then, there's a lot of support. But back then I never saw competition as far as uh, that industry goes because we all kind of started together and we were all kind of supporting each other and we all kind of grew together so no one was taking an opportunity from each other Mm -hmm. right everyone had an opportunity with different brands and different things and different people and the viewership can be in both places so there was there there was no competition I don't know how it is now because I feel like I've been out of that industry for quite some time but
0: well, I think, like, I think with the other ones, like, let's say, like Jeffrey Star, James Charles, with all that, like, mm-hmm. I think they just made their own like very toxic environment because,
2: you know, I, was, like, I, was, I don't, I'm not involved in that. Like, once it became that drama yeah, environment, that's I was what, not that you in left. that. I yeah, was, was, which
0: uh, I, you're not yeah, like really like. that Do, kind I of person. I was or, like h- having children and living my life. Yeah, you know? right. but And as you should, because like they're yeah just like you know they're big personalities. Yeah. So, but I also think
2: uh, that a lot of that was. Strategic, right? It was all like, let me hop on the bandwagon. It was attention and it was uh, viewership. Still, so I think a lot of that is just—it's like a—it's like a. It had nothing like to do with sitcom, like a series mm-hmm. yeah. that you were
0: just catching up with. It, it was not really—it was not—it was not about the makeup at Mm-mm. that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're
1: absolutely right. One hundred percent. And I feel like, from what I could tell, because obviously I don't know you personally. Yeah. But by the way, we just met. Yeah, <laughs> and I already love her. <laughs> she's so cool I told you no she was like just wait till you meet her she's so cool you can talk oh, about I love you. anything with I her I love you <laughs> um, but basically what I was trying to say is with those people the Jeffree Star James Charles whatever whoever it wants to be I feel like they also did it yes they have a passion but they did it for the viewership whereas you're solely like not gonna do something because it's trending you yeah. like, you don't look left and right. You steer your way and yeah. that's why you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you. So Absolutely.
2: Different. And I think that even translated into my brand. Mm-hmm. Even when I started my brand I started with the most challenging item first. It was foundation. Right. Like this is when lippies were popular like look 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 at lipsticks glosses like so many brands are doing my husband was like do it and I'm like no. Yeah. Like I believe in you know as far as makeup goes, like everyone needs a foundation. Like, you'll change up your lippy, but you're, you know, your, your loyalty is to your foundation. I, I would always have this thing with my customers, my students like, if your skin looks good, like lip gloss, mascara, you're good to go. So, like, I had to stick to, like, my belief in you know, the industry that i was in so i also didn't go trending in that direction with my cosmetics line i went with what i believe yeah. was needed in the market what i love what i'm listening to with my patient uh patients customers Clients, yeah <laughs> so she's a doctor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's of healthcare. and like, like what's like the message that you wanted to have like behind your makeup line like was there like some sort of
2: my my brand was all about enhancing your natural beauty. So mm-hmm. again, while most cosmetics lines uh, were promoting like transformations, mm-hmm. and like even today, like transformations, it's all over TikTok, ours from the beginning till now was about enhancing your natural beauty. So it was never about turning into someone else. It was about feeling your most beautiful self. And with my tools, I was able to kind of, provide that for people, right? Because we all wanna feel beautiful when we wake up in the morning and wash our face. But at the same time, like if we wanna like feel a little good about it, like I feel a little good about myself when I have some concealer on, okay? Not gonna mm-hmm. lie, it's just the reality. No, of that's it. me. Okay. okay so that's majority <laughs> of people and for someone it's mascara, for someone it's foundation. But it's these simple things that just make us feel good about ourselves and, you know, we're out and about with people. So um,
0: yeah. And What would you, I know I'm kind of like popping back and forth from like your cosmetics and social media, but um, what are the pros and cons of social media from your own personal experience? Like did it sometimes get in the way with like family and friends or? Yeah.
2: So there's a lot of pros and cons on social media, but it's also what like you take from it, what you give to it. Mm -hmm. I think initially the most challenging thing was for my husband that my phone was always out. Like, you know, we're out to eat. I'm like, i to take a picture of the food. Don't touch it yet. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. those were the life challenging of, moments. Life of, a, life of an influencer. Yeah, you know, or I'd be like, instead of hanging out at home, I'm like, I'm just going to go quickly do this little tutorial. And, and then the 10 minutes would turn into like two hours. And he's just like, dude, it's Sunday. Like, come, you know? So... I think those were the challenging parts as far as family goes or friends goes. Um, the pros, there's a lot of pros here, right? Like the more you put yourself out there, the more attention mm-hmm. you're going to gain. And that was my goal, where I was like, okay, if I grow, then my brand grows. So yeah. um, as far as social media itself and their, uh, the toxicity, that's the reason I'm not on social media. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's evolved a lot.
0: Um, You know, and that's something that I want to ask is like, you know, people are you had left social media Mm -hmm. and people are always asking if you're if I'm coming back, if you're coming back. And if you were to come back, would you go in a different direction?
2: I think about that sometimes because people are like, why don't you just make a new page and then just share and only allow people you want and just share what it is. But honestly like I don't feel like something's missing since mm-hmm. I've been off on social media. In fact, I've been able to give more to my brand and do more with my brand, which is you know, what I always what I started social media to begin mm-hmm. with, than just sharing my sh- day-to-day. And in fact, I'm actually able to connect more with family, friends. Mm-hmm. I call them, I go see them, I text them, how are, I'll send pictures like with people that I know that actually care, Whenever,
0: know? Whenever I hear, like, sometimes when I hear when Lilith and Dava are coming over to our house, like, I know they're bringing the kids, like, I get so excited. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so or, like, cute. when if we're going over to their house, like, I don't know, like, you're, first of all, just, like, your aura is just, she, you know, what the thing is, is, like, even though she's, like, a little bit older than me, like, you're obviously a mom, you're an adult. I'm still, like, not a kid, but, like, not yeah, an adult. I'm, I'm climbing up. Her, I'm, I'm there. not <laughs> a girl. But, don't like <laughs> um, but she really treats me like i'm her equal and like talks to me like i'm her equal and sure. like i'm an adult so that i'm like equal to her so that's what i really love about her um but do you think that um you know getting off social media affected your business in any sort of a way it actually did the
2: opposite of what i thought it was gonna do
0: oh, okay. so i i
2: wanted to delete my instagram for a long time Mm-hmm. for a long time and i would always say like i can't wait until the day i delete my instagram i can't wait until the day i did my instagram but i wouldn't do it i was like because it's going to affect my business right like i'm able to promote my business to my million followers and all of that and um when i did delete it it actually made my business busier Like, I'm I'm more active on the business, and people are more active with the business page because that's only where I'm at now. So,
0: they just kind of like have to, they want to see how, like, they can still, like, see what you're up to, what you're doing. Yeah, because
2: not everybody follows a brand page, and I don't blame people if they don't want to follow a makeup page, but if I'm able to bring my personality, into my business because for the for a long time I was hiding behind my business. I was not putting myself out there. I was like, it's not about me, it's about the brand, it's about the brand, but not, no, it is about you. And I would see all these influencers like putting themselves out there with their brand. And I'm like, why am I hiding myself? You know, maybe. Maybe people love the brand because I, they started as my customers. Mm-hmm. They started as yeah. my students. So yeah. you know it was they listen to what I have to say and my recommendations and all of that. So it started to get busier, so I'm grateful for that.
0: And what I love is that you not you know whenever you do your pop-ups, like when you release a new product, mm-hmm. she doesn't do like most like uh, makeup influencers. they obviously do they invite other influencers so they can help self-promote mm-hmm. et cetera. Et cetera but well, what you do is you actually bring your customers as like part of the event and she throws like a lot of the events at her warehouse which mm-hmm. some, if you see if you go you'll sometimes see me helping mm-hmm. out doing mm-hmm. like the social media work there um, I honestly love helping out at your events it's like so so no, fun are we're, we're like we have like this like small little team now Lily only has like in general like her on her date only has two people on her team mm-hmm. if you guys don't know literally only two it's Renia and nice. Nas like shout out to them and funny enough because also when we were talking about that you jump-started a lot of careers Nas initially started as a receptionist right oh, yeah and then she learned how to do makeup mm. and then she started working with you and now she has her own makeup studio, yeah. Nas, 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 Beauty studio? Nas, Nas, Be- Nas Beauty Studio Nas yeah. Beauty Studio no, very so, proud of her I'm very proud that's so, another hustler and that's another hustler but yeah. like to see where she had started and now that she has her own makeup studio it's not just her that who's done that like now a lot of these people and maybe if they don't have like a makeup studio but they're doing makeup they're doing makeup on celebrities mm-hmm. like they're somebody's like they they do so much mm-hmm. um and but this and now she's only like with a team of two people and like and her and the, every day like almost, almost every day you go to like your office right I either like go to the office
2: or I work from home a
0: lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. she she works every day while raising three children yeah. and three kids, and I wear a lot of hats. You wear mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of hats, and you're also wife to a Titi's yeah. prince. Yes, oh. that's 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 the name. That's also. his nickname. i like, if you guys don't know, Dov, I mean, Dav, Dov, her yeah. husband, he has a very big personality. Big personality. Big personality, but I love it. It's like his humor is. If you don't understand his humor, you like you you'd, won't, be really you'd be quickly. Oh, offended. You'd be very offended very quickly. So well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a
2: straight shooter. He's
0: a straight shooter. Like yeah. I just remember, like I would come when I would come help sometimes, like. And like Armina was there and helping too. Like you know <laughs> he,
2: talk, he talks so much to Armina. So, so, she's she's she, learned. She's learned. Yeah, she like talks she shoots about, back now. Yeah, so she shoots back. He always oh, like like, yeah. like
0: bugs her about her height and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's really, oh, really funny. <laughs> it's really it's really funny. Um, but I wanted to obviously talk about parent life. Um, because like I said, you wear a lot of hats and the biggest yeah. hat I think you wear is a mom hat. When you had cat you know, you, got, you had a cat right after you pretty much you got married. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did you work while you were pregnant? How long was your maternity leave?
2: Um, so
0: when I got pregnant, or when I found out I
2: was pregnant, I was obviously like a month, month and a half. Um, I already had brides like a year in advance. So that was the most challenging thing for me because I would never, in all my years of working... I never, ever canceled on a client unless I absolutely had to, if I was mm-hmm. like dying sick. And even then I would pick up a brush. But, you know, eight months down the line, <laughs> I have brides booked. And there was 40 brides in a matter of oh. those two months that I had to cancel on because I was like...
0: And how many brides did you take, like a, a day, usually? Uh, I would
2: take four to five a day. Damn. So. And
0: that's like early in the morning, too. hmm like, like six,
2: seven, eight, nine, ten yeah yeah every hour and so I had to call them and let them know like listen you got I gotta cancel your appointment because you know I'm pregnant around your I mean I'm due around your wedding and I don't want to take chances so I was back at work a month later like wow when when the baby was one month old and um yeah I, I that's when I realized I was like I can't I can't have the schedule anymore because I want to have more kids Mm -hmm. and my husband's home on the weekends and the clients are on the weekends mostly Mm -hmm. I was like I can't run a brand try to grow a brand and then be there for my child and then be there for my husband and then take clients a year in advance so because I was taking brides and they were booking so far in advance it was hard for me to like plan my life that way because Mm -hmm. If I was only booking a month or two, three months in advance, I, I could still do it, but it wasn't like that. Um, they were literally booking midnight the year before, so I was like, I can't have my work be planned out before my life. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I can't do makeup anymore, only because I can't
0: is that make when time you, for it. Is yeah. that when you decide like you are not going to do bride makeup anymore? I, that's when I
2: just stopped doing makeup,
0: yeah. in general. Oh, in general, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That was like a yeah. big thing. It was thing. a very
2: big thing. I never thought I would ever stop doing makeup. But when I had my child and there was, I remember there was even days where like, she had like really high fever all night. I haven't slept. She has, and I have to leave to go to like, you can't call in sick, but client, the bride is waiting 6 AM. So I was like, I can't plan my work before my personal life. Like I can't do that. So mm-hmm. that was the challenge. And I realized I needed to let something go. And it was that, and it was growing the brand mm-hmm. full time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and all and now that you have three kids so i can't even imagine like yeah. you having like th- doing having three kids and having to do all that that would be like yeah
2: well you're cr- working you know when you have your own business you're working 24/7 like, yeah as they, much as i try not to uh when i'm the one they're here i'm here with them but when they go to sleep i'm like on social media like and when i am on social media i am not um, browsing my friends where vacations they went to I'm I'm literally just looking at makeup trends Mm -hmm. what do people want what's launching what's missing like I'm studying because I don't have clients anymore that tell me what their issues are anymore right unless they tell me on social media through like DMs but yeah
0: Mm -hmm. you know like as being you know being a working mom like how important is it to be present in their lives because you know you put them in a lot of activities Yeah. so and you try to be there for them yeah. Like all the time, like kid, like cats ice skating and like the horseback riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she does a Olivia, lot. Olivia's karate. Oh my god! <laughs> you have crazy. to, you have to, <laughs> I, I, you agree. have to show that video. There's like this one that she posted. like, hi yeah. yeah, she's hitting the one yeah, like, the oh There's like god. this one video where Lily had posted. It's like burned in my brain. Where it's like Olivia, they're like doing like a little kids like karate class or something. Yeah. Like, and then she goes, she literally goes like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's peanut jelly butter jelly time Oh my god She's so cutest. cute She's the cutest But like yeah um, How important is it to like be there Just for those kinds of moments For me
2: it's very important For me because I feel like the, They're going to remember those moments Just like I remember my dad teaching me how to skate They're going to remember those Moments that Don't seem important to you Right, because mm-hmm. my husband's—I spend a lot of time just driving them around to activities yeah. every single day after school. And my husband's like, listen, uh, his cousin is a postman driver. He's like, why don't we just hire him to just drive them to all the activities? He's like, but I don't want that. I want to be there. Like, I want to drive her to it. I want to dress her up. I want to watch her. I want her to see me watch her. So it's like we have these these things where he wants so to make good. things easy, and I just love making things harder for harder myself, for myself. Yeah.
0: yeah but like honestly they're
2: gonna I'm not saying this is the good way I'm not saying this is the healthy way I'm not saying this is the <laughs> best way because it takes a lot out of you it takes yeah. like you're lacking in other things if you are giving all to that right so every day it's a challenge for me to figure out that balance every single day some days I'm just work 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 some days I'm like I'm I mom, can't mom, do it. Mom. yeah mom mode so yeah. it's just every day you pick your battle and I think People say, you know, how do you do it? And I always say, I, I think it's harder for people who do have nine to five jobs, who don't see their kids the entire yeah. day until they get home at night, and then they only have what two, three hours to feed them, bathe them, do their homework, and then put them to sleep.
0: Yeah, and I uh, even for me, what you, know, you know, my my parents were always working when I was a kid. Like, yeah. my, first of all, my mom was like still doing her residency like the first seven years of my life um my dad was going to work you know and you know there were times where I wouldn't see them a lot like you know we had a babysitter um -hmm. but that doesn't mean like they weren't I wouldn't say they were they weren't
2: neglecting you they were
0: not neglecting you first of all like they took us on like crazy amazing vacations Mm -hmm. like that I still remember to this day um my dad I remember when we did gymnastics like my dad would wake up like three o'clock in the morning to drive us to San Diego for a competition like mm-hmm. and he'd be there with his camera watching and like rooting us on I So there every, was like every, every chapter
2: has its priorities yeah, yeah. Right? and
0: you know, uh, people are, like, you know, like, they sometimes say, like, oh, your mom was, like, not, or your parents were not the present. I'm, like, they were not that present, like, in those senses, but they were, like, present in, like, other, in other ways, like, they mm-hmm. would show up, that they would show up for. And, like, one of the biggest ways, I would say, is they literally gave us the most comfortable life. And yeah. I think that's amazing yeah. because... Me neither not didn't struggle uh, growing up. That's right. So they were there for you guys there was, there in there ways was, that you didn't see but Yeah, you appreciate But they were they were showing up and I think you give such like a really good balance is like you grow you like raise them in such a mm-hmm. safe beautiful like loving home while at the same time like you're working your ass off and you're also being present in their lives and that's something that I like, look up to you, look up, like, I'm like, that's how I want to be, when I'm a mom one day, like, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to be, like, a work, I definitely want to be a working mom, yeah, I want to provide, yeah, you for- want,
2: you want them to see you, yeah, working, you yeah. know, you want them to see you working hard, And they, and they see, you know, dad's not home, you know, like, because my husband goes to work every day, so they don't see him as much, right, so, um, I have to kind of explain to them, well, oh, dad is working, and, you know, do you yeah. want to have the things that we're buying for you? Then mm-hmm, daddy the has toys, to work and mommy know? has to work and all yeah. these things. So yeah. I think it's communicating with your kids and just letting them know. Just because mom's not here or dad's not here doesn't mean
0: that we they don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I have to ask, like, um, like which kid has whose personality? Armand is definitely my husband. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Feisty. Wants what he wants. Stubborn. Um, he's I a want, he's
0: he's what, what sign is he? He's a oh god. What is okay, a Scorpio? Well, he's, he's a Scorpio. Oh
1: my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah.
2: Speaking of signs,
1: it's been killing me. What are you?
2: <laughs> I'm a Cancer. <laughs> really? Yeah. What's your birthday? Um, July four is my birthday. Oh no way. And I'm a typical Cancer. I'm uh, moody. So sometimes I'm like up here, and then I'll be down. My husband, will be like, what's wrong? I'm like nothing. I'm like, yeah. No, something's wrong. I'm like nothing's wrong. <laughs> like stop asking me because now I'm getting annoyed. Like nothing's wrong. <laughs> I'm just like my mother. <clears throat> I'm like mellow, chill mode. I'm fine. I'm not hyper all the time, and sometimes I am. So I'm a typical, typical cancer. You know, the the, the crab, the shell on the outside, soft on the inside. Yeah. What side is your husband? He's a. Is he Aquarius? When's his February. Oh my god, 9th? he's
0: such yeah. an Aquarius. Yeah. Oh my is god. He? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yeah such, uh, we're,
2: we're opposites, but we work because we're opposites. Yeah. Well, who is yeah. Olivia like? I feel like Olivia's more me. We call her Little Lilo. Yeah. Little Lilo. She's like that. She's always like wants to be there for you she's always there for her brother and her sister but she's still very emotional she's a girly girl like she just she looks like me in my baby pictures exactly she's a sunshine and Kat's just like a little lady
0: yeah she is I don't know her
2: personality she's like a mix of both she's a little lady
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah, she's like yeah. she's like someone that you can literally have a therapy talk with. Oh, I tell her she's
2: like my best friend. I could like sit there and she'll oh. tell me stories and I'll tell her stories and she'll ask me questions. I'm like, God, I have so much to talk to you about. I know, like That's you can so literally cute. have like a
0: sit down like talk with yeah. them. Yeah, like they, again, like I would, I'm, I still say this, like they're. One of the most amazing, well-rounded kids. Oh, thank you. Hopefully, it stays that way. No, no, they are. It's they, an everyday
2: challenge, but hopefully, it is. It
0: is. And look, kids will be kids. You oh, know, yeah, they they'll, mess. Their, yeah. they'll mess, they'll yeah. mess around, and they'll yeah. just. You know, get on your nerves. You know, you're you're their mom. Oh, I, I
2: lose my shit at least four times a day. Yeah, at at least. so people like, watching don't think that I do it all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyday challenge for me is trying to control my shit every yeah. day single day.
1: Yeah. But it's crazy because like yeah. we're obviously not mothers, so yeah. we don't have the personal experience. But I witnessed. My aunt has three kids. It and she, they're the type where like swim, basketball, dance, like everything. Like your kids. Yeah. But it is the hardest It's so hard. Thing.
2: It's two jobs. You're, so you're literally working two sane. jobs. It's so hard because you're also trying to, you know, when you're focusing on one, you're trying not to ignore the other mm-hmm. two and you're trying to make sure that they get equal balance of attention. Because I know when Kat was getting older, she's like, why are you always sitting next to Olivia when we sleep? Why can't you sit next
0: to me? And like, um, and yeah. like it's those challenges like, yeah. come into play. If, yeah. I don't know if you, everyone anyone remembers, but whenever Kat found out that she was having a sister, like that oh, was... She
2: didn't... She didn't love her sister for the first eight months of Olivia's life. No, she would <laughs> ignore her. Yeah. She would Just, ignore now her she's poor like, child.
0: Now she's like Olivia oh, is They're coming. Best friends, They're though. like butt buddies. Like yeah. Al- Olivia's coming everywhere and anywhere with me. Like yeah. takes her along. I remember like whenever she was start- first starting to lo- love Olivia. So, like she wasn't showing it at first, but we were at your house one day and like Olivia's like oh, she was like this chunky little, like maybe couple months or something. She was like standing up on her own at that point. She was like standing on the table. So mm-hmm. I can't tell you exactly how how many, maybe like six, eight months or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cat do you want me to take Olivia? Like, can Olivia be my sister? Like, can I take her? Like, be, let her be my sister. She's like, no, like she's not. No, no. <laughs>
2: She didn't want to play with her, but you can't have her. Yeah, like yeah, like I, I'll,
0: like I, I, I acknowledge her, but I just I like I don't play like I don't play with her. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then exactly. eventually, like she turned around, she turned a big corner, and now like like both of her siblings. Yeah, that's right. So.
1: I feel like I'm such a stalker because like I've always seen their snapshots of the kids. Like yeah. I know exactly what like who they are and what no, they look like. But I like I, you're like, how do you know that, my kids? That
0: was,
2: that was a very big part of my personal social media life. I yeah. would say people, yeah. people who do miss me on it miss, miss the my kids. kids more than they miss I, me. I, I so say cute. that too yeah.
0: because that's like whenever the first thing that I wake up and the first thing that I see was seeing them and yeah. like they're like yeah. just your morning the morning shenanigans the morning like 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 the morning craziness like the mess in the house and yeah. just like <laughs> you're being so like annoyed and done with
2: life you know, you want to wake up and drink coffee but there's already yeah. stuff spilling on the floor you know there's yogurt on the floor you're already sweeping the floors and like i just want my coffee you know so <laughs> that <laughs> hasn't changed much yeah.
0: so obviously now you've opened a Skincare line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I absolutely love. And, and if anyone knows me, knows me, I've struggled with skin problems yeah. for years, and I'm very picky when it comes to my skin. Um, so, and sh- her skincare line is the best of the best, I'll say. Oh, thank
2: you.
0: Would you? Um, what is what was harder to like do with production? Was it hard like the skincare or the make- Which one's harder, skincare or makeup?
2: They both have different challenges. Right, because with cosmetics, you want to see, you physically see the difference when mm-hmm. you apply your foundation. It's the instant gratification when you are applying cosmetics. With skincare, it's like a slow. It's attempt. a process. So it's it was first having people trust you enough to try it, and then once they try it, trusting you enough to continue to use mm-hmm. it to see yeah. the results over just one time, and. um I've been I've been very grateful and lucky in that sense where people did initially trust my uh, take on skincare mm-hmm. and the ingredients made a very big difference. Right, with cosmetics, there's a lot of big words in there. But with skincare, I didn't want big words in there. Mm-hmm. And if there was a big word in there, Simplici- it better mean something for yeah.
0: Another word to be like an avocado oil,
2: but it's called you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, the ingredients were very, very important. And as actually, as years go on, and you get older, and you learn more about ingredients and all of that stuff, you try to take a better approach to things. You want to be more sustainable. You know, have glass packaging. You want to be recyclable. You want to be conscious about, you know, about everything. And then the ingredients make sure that it's not ingredients that is not for sensitive people, because just like my cosmetics line, which is made for everyone skincare was meant to be made for everyone and not be concerned about skin type and mm-hmm. age and all of that stuff so um yeah that was there Have two different challenges
0: and are you working on expanding i know you've always expanding like your makeup and mm-hmm. are, are you planning on expanding like the make the skincare, skincare line yeah
2: absolutely but you know we're Also, like, uh, I don't want to just launch just to launch, and I've never done that with my cosmetics line, and I don't want to do that with my Mm -hmm. skincare line. So if I'm going to be launching something, it better be the best one I've used. Yeah. So um, is there a lot of sunblocks out there? Yeah, so if I'm going to do a sunblock, then it's got to be one of the good ones, one mm -hmm. of the best ones. I don't want to say best because I get judged when I call my stuff the best, but if I don't think it's the best, then what business do I have creating it? Yeah. But it better be one of the best ones that I create that's also going to be good for your... It's going to be a good sunblock, but it's also good skincare, right? So it's just every brand has a story, and my story is easy to use effective quality ingredients and that's kind of yeah.
1: So I just wanted to know because there's obviously Sephora and like other uh, mm-hmm. stores,
2: do you plan on getting into Sephora and expanding? Um I would like to. We actually phased out of Ulta. I don't know if you know. Oh. We did phase out of Ulta because we're on Ulta.com and it's very challenging to be only on a dot com where people mm-hmm. don't get to touch and feel your products. And it was a great exposure for us. It was great for branding and we did well with them. We have a few key products that were, that became actually one of their best sellers and we became one of their top emerging brands. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's not, as exciting on the inside that it looks on the outside. It's very, very challenging to be with a very big, you know, brick and mortar company like that, because there's a lot of demands that you have to keep up with. And uh, I don't have any investors. You know, I've been doing everything on my own in all Mm -hmm. these years. And so if I'm going to make a decision to take a step towards something like that, then there better be no doubt in my mind that it's going to be the best choice for me. But Mm -hmm. your brand also has to be ready for that. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of, I've never been in any other store besides Navy's before Alta came along. So there's a lot of beauty stores around and I chose to keep it exclusively at Navy's because I also didn't want to be readily available everywhere because then you kind of lose the quality of your brand not that it's two different products but at namey's i train them about what these products are and i educate them and the manager knows me well and they're really able to focus on you and help you with all these brands that are out there so if i just put it somewhere and it's sitting on a sitting on a shelf but no one's talking about it in the store about it because there's a bunch of other skincare Mm -hmm. i don't want to lose my reputation if someone grabs it and doesn't know how to use it, uses it the wrong way and dislikes it. Right. So you also want to kind of control the behavior with your products. And the only way you can do that is if you have a lot of backup. Uh, a lot there, of not
0: quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah extreme. Um, There was like a lot of changes that happened, you know, after the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. one of the biggest ones is that you had closed your makeup studio, right? Mm -hmm. And again, a lot of people have been asking is, do you plan to open a makeup studio again? No,
2: no. I think that chapter is closed for me. Mm -hmm. I think when I, it was during COVID and salons were the first to get hit. None of the makeup artists want to come back. None of the hairstylists want to come back. Because they all had kind of try to figure out. They were freelancing and all of that. And I was like, I'm not going to keep something. I'm not even doing it anymore. I'm not even there anymore. I can't even physically be there anymore yeah, to manage just the, just it. So just kids. managing it was already hard for me the last year. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't be there. I can't control it. I can't do anything. I'm so busy with my kids and my brand. So because I'm not doing makeup anymore, I'm not doing any of this stuff. It doesn't even make sense for me to get into that.
0: Yeah. as Yeah. I think, you know, um, I think now it's like a lot of people do more like freelance. Yeah. And a lot of like... I think
2: COVID taught people to be a little bit more comfortable with mm-hmm. traveling before then. Yeah. They were like, no, you got to come to me and that's yeah. it. But yeah. Now yeah. I like, COVID helped people I
0: like that it's like explore a little, more. I like that people like now they can come to your house and they'll, they'll do it from your house instead of you having to drive yeah. all the way to a different location because yeah. it just, you know, it just saves more time to get ready for an event. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I think now you're just like really focused on growing your brand. And Mm -hmm. are there any like projects that you want to maybe like tease a little bit? Yes. Um, They're not uh,
2: big key items, but, you know, we're expanding on the Lippy collection. And Mm -hmm. it's a collab that's special for me. Can't talk about yet but
0: okay get ready guys
2: someone special for me so you guys should probably already guess that mm-hmm. um it's not an influencer it's not a social media person it's someone that's in my life so okay. it's exciting oh, yeah. okay so, and
0: i'm assuming that you might do like a pop-up for that i might either do
2: a pop-up or do like um it's going to be around my birthday, so we'll see. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, It's well, going to
2: be a birthday launch.
0: Oh, my God, <laughs> no okay. way. Okay, yeah, well, her yeah. birthday is July 4th, so yeah. just kind Soon. of stick around. Stay tuned until there. Um,
1: yeah. Like an American theme, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. right. Maybe.
0: Um, so, yeah. Definitely summer vibes. Definitely mm-hmm. summer vibes. So, And if you do pop up, you'll most likely see me <laughs> there. Um, but... I think that's it for today because we've pretty much gone through a lot and I want to thank you again for letting us kind of come to your house and take over a little bit and you know digest a little bit more of you yeah. and your journey because you again like I said you have paved such a path in this community that inspired so many people to do what they love and especially in makeup and showed a lot of people that you want to do makeup. If you want to succeed in makeup, this is what you got to do. And I think, you know, do you have any advice for anyone in general who wants to start a business or even makeup business?
2: I think there's, there's several things, right? Um, do you, this, in this industry, you're going to get in, is it what you love? is it an industry you know enough about because mm-hmm. just cause you love it doesn't mean you know enough about it. And if you don't know enough about it, you gotta definitely do your work and study on it. And three, do you have the financial comfort to start it? And I say comfort, meaning you are not breaking your bank. You're not going into your savings, putting it all in this new project idea you have. Do you have the comfortable cushion to start this that God forbid you fail you, you are not to going to give up on life, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you might stand up and try something else at another right. time. Yeah. So I think um, those three things. I, what the steps that I took was, you know, I would teach these classes and I would save my money, right? Mm-hmm. I would teach these classes, save my money. And that's what I used to start the brand. And then when the brand would make money, I would put it back into the brand. So, you know, you kind of have to be smart with strategic. it. And, yeah, you gotta you gotta be strategic and just because you made money first month doesn't mean you're gonna make money the second month or right. the third month so you want to make sure you're comfortable and that you're not stressing yourself out
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then you love it you'll keep doing it you'll keep working even if you fail you keep you'll keep trying but um, yeah.
0: yeah and I and to that I say congrats on all Thank your you. successes you guys are awesome congrats on all your successes you've also again like I said you've truly inspired me to do what i do to follow my dreams mm-hmm. um because now again a lot of people notice about what i do with my social media and they really like it and mm-hmm. that just continues i really
2: like it i bring, they, I bring her on yeah, to do a lot of my social media i sometimes
0: <laughs> i sometimes help her with her content uh creation um but because i truly like when i see you do it like i i I like I love stuff like that, so that's why I just continue mm-hmm. to do it. And people, whenever I get like really good feedback, and it, it pushes me to do more. And then you know when I see other people like succeeding faster than I am, that just fuels me even more to just be like, just keep going. Like yeah. just keep going. My time will like come, and I feel like it's kind of starting yeah. to slowly to get there. It Blows
1: my mind how she's not bigger than what she is
0: like everyone has their
1: time everyone has
0: their everyone time everyone
2: has their time i look at her content i'm like How have, you, <laughs> have you read 10,000 hours no have no. you it's called um oh god outliers, outliers. something called 10,000 hours and at the end of when you reach 10,000 hours of what you've been doing that is the peak of your career oh no mm. way yeah and i actually calculated this for when I opened my studio, I calculated how many hours I worked on the weekends through how many students I had. And the peak of my career in my teaching and my makeup artist career was exactly at that time. Wow. wow. When I had completed my 10,000 hours. So yeah. you gotta just put in your time. Yeah. You know, everyone is- has their time. Everyone started at a different time, uh, different place, different environment. Like, you gotta just give yourself yeah. that time.
0: And so people yeah. who say, like, social media is hard, it's not that it's hard, it's just the commitment. Hard. Commitment and time-consuming. Yeah. You literally have to block off like a good yeah. like uh, two hours out of uh, your day, three hours out of yes. your day to like film it. And if you don't like, it, you got to redo it. Like mm-hmm. make sure the lighting yeah. is right, make sure everything like There's looks a lot. It it's, looks it's simple. So many. Things go into it to yeah. make sure it, you get it just right. So, some, and then, you know, obviously I had, I've had school and I've had an internship, and it's kind of like, you know, that took over my life a little bit. But like now that, I, you know, I'll have a little bit more time and yeah. to invest more time in it. So, um, yeah, I again, I thank you for literally showing everyone, not just in you our f- community. You me too much our, credit. In our family. <laughs> you gave no, me too I'm, much credit, I'm, but I'm, I'm grateful. S- I'm thank serious. you. In, in, in my family to, to show that. You can do it all. You can do what oh, you love. You can you. And all, all the while have a successful business and have a strong family, a strong family, a solid family life. Dynamic, you know, yeah. a dynamic. Yeah. So
2: rare. Yeah. Uh, rare
0: thank, you, again thank for- you guys this
2: was awesome this was Woo! fun Those were a lot of really good questions and i'm thank proud of you. you guys for doing this i know you both have a lot going on in your lives and you still make time for this mm-hmm. so good for you you know thank keep you. doing what you're doing and keep pursuing your passion because if you keep doing it and you keep pursuing it, there's no way you're going to... The
0: payoff. The you, payoff don't, you don't ever
2: go backwards. No. I always tell my daughter, she's like, this math is hard. I like, mean, it's only hard because you haven't been practicing it. The more you practice and then it'll get easier. And yeah. she's like, "Mom, oh, this is easy. I'm like, what did I tell you? She goes, practice. So, you know, it, it's, it stays true from when we're a child till today. Yeah. We just got to keep doing it, yeah. keep practicing it. No one goes backwards. No, yeah. no. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, thank you again for thank you guys for having me. for I appreciate it. If you guys don't know, she also has her own podcast that she po- occasionally does post. It's called Figure It Out. Yeah. Uh, so you should but definitely go It's a great <laughs> it,
2: uh, to- That's my motto in life, okay? Figure it out. Figure when figure it someone it tells me, I don't know, I'm like, figure, figure it out. Yeah. If I help you, you're not going to do it. So yeah. just kind of became my motto. And
0: in life. obviously, you know, if you don't already know, Elsie Cosmetics, and now she has a skincare line. Essential's no. literally the best. And <laughs> look Central. out for her whenever a new, pro- a new product comes out, because I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Thank and you. yeah, and just follow her on social media if you want to get still like little bits and bits of relief. Because she yeah. does show, show up on there t- from yeah. time to time. Um, and I love you. And I love you guys.
2: Thank, thank you. you. This was awesome.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. That is for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on lo- on all of our social medias at okay Honestly pod on our Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure you leave us a nice little review or feedback. And let us know what you want. Let's, let us know what kind of episodes you want to hear from us. And if you want us to do more visuals, like today. And we will see you guys in the next episode. I'll see you later. Bye. Go shop LC Cosmetics.
2: <laughs> Go shop LC Cosmetics. Thank you, guys. Bye. Do you know how long Bye. it took me
1: to realize it was LC?